Welcome to Leading with Grit, a series about helping you inspire action and accountability with generosity, respect, integrity, and truth. Today's episode is made possible by Unlimited Coaching Solutions, coaching and training to help you get results through your people, making a positive impact on your organization's bottom line. And now, here are today's hosts, Todd Schnick and Lori Sudbrink. Good morning and welcome back to our special edition series, Leading with Grit. I'm your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Lori Sudbrink. Lori, uh, great to be with you again. I cannot believe we have come to the end of this great series. I know. It's been a fun eight weeks, Todd. It's great to be back for the last one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Very important conversation about bringing all this together in our final episode. Because, you know, I suspect when you get your grit together, there's a real ripple effect. And we need to talk about that. But before we go there, take a quick minute and just remind everyone one last time what this series is all about and why it's so important. Yeah. So yeah, leading with grit, you know, what it does is it allows us from a personal level as well as a professional workplace level, whether you're a formal or informal leader, to take a look inside and then step up to be the kind of leader that we all have the potential to be. And it helps us to be genuine and authentic and and yet be productive. Looking at generosity, respect, integrity, and truth, we we start with truth as our core, our foundation, and knowing who we are, our passions, priorities, strengths, limitations, make any changes that we need to adjust, adapt. We also align by integrity. That's the action of our truth and being able to put our money where our mouth is, or, you know, do what we say we're going to do and then get to the respect level, which we're already showing self-respect if we know what's important to us and we live that with our integrity. Then that allows us also to be able to respect other people and realizing that people are going to have different truths. It allows us not to make assumptions, for example. And and then generosity comes into play in that when you're aligned in the right way, you're using your time in the best way and you feel like you have enough time, you have enough resources, you're giving in the right areas, you're being able to say no in the right areas, you're not being overly generous and burning yourself out, for example. All right. Well, as I said at the top of the show, if you get your grit together and you follow this model and this philosophy and change your mindset, it will have a ripple effect. And it's going to be a profound change. And we need to talk about how that impacts people. So get us started on that. Yeah, it certainly does have a ripple effect because we all know that energy is contagious, so to speak. You know, And, and if it's a negative energy, sometimes it either just repels people or people start to act that way too. And if it's a positive energy and you're aligned in the right way, people are going to be attracted to that. So we start just from an individual standpoint of practicing these grit concepts it starts to rub off on other people. It starts to make an impact just on the way our energy is, our intent is, the way we communicate with people, the way that we share our own vulnerabilities, the way that we're holding ourselves and and help accountable and helping other people stay on track. All of that starts to have a ripple effect very naturally, you know, just from an interpersonal communication standpoint and that emotional intelligence that we talked about in a past episode, just realizing that that starts to have a ripple effect. People start to emulate those behaviors. But we also need to take a look at not just on that kind of soft side of things, but from a tactical standpoint, how can we create that ripple effect too? So, 
making sure that we we can help people to see the future. So maybe we take a look at how we are now as a team and where we want to go as a team. And we have a vision for where we want to be as a team and help people to really shift their thoughts and beliefs around that so they believe in that and they can see that. That's going to help create this ripple effect too. Because of all of the things that you're doing with grit, they're going to be able to wrap their head around that, really get excited about it. There are also the high value activities that we talked about. When people have those defined for them, that's going to make this a ripple as well because it's going to help in a structural way to everyone is going to be aligned and carrying out the things that they need to carry out. But most important is to to really be living this authentically. And that's what grit allows us to do. It allows us to use our own personality, our own style, our own strengths, and even our limitations and be okay with that and and continuously look at how can I continuously improve without rejecting who I am too. But just doing those pieces alone are going to have a really profound impact on people because that kind of stuff does catch on. I mean, it's it's contagious to people. We know that we follow someone that we admire. If you think of any great leader or great coach that you've had, and I ask this in my leadership class, and often it's not somebody that's famous that comes up. Often, most often, it's my dad or it's my coach from my soccer days. You know, it's somebody that is just showing that they really care They're asking you the right questions. They're challenging you. They're connecting with you. They're authentic. They're doing this from a standpoint of not trying to be someone else, but they're being themselves, but yet they're adjusting enough to connect with you with what you need. That's what's probably going to have the biggest impact on any individual. Yeah, what's the timetable on that? It may not be a fair question to ask. And when I initially dove into this curriculum, I thought, well, this is going to be a lengthy process. It's going to take time for this thing to evolve. But then as I think about it, maybe not. Yeah. And of course, it's obviously different for every individual and different for every organization. But do you have any insight there as to how long is this ripple effect going to take? Yeah. Like you said, it does depend. You think about it. The faster we are at being able to be aware and make these shifts and changes in ourselves and be mindful and respectful that we have to help other people to see this. We, we have to put some structural things in place to make this happen even faster. Then the faster that it's going to take for the ripple effect. Obviously, it depends on how large your organization is and all of that. The whole thing is we can't just do one piece of it and expect profound results. We've got to look at how can I change as an individual to be an intentional leader with grit, as well as how can I change some of the structures and supporting ways of doing things like making sure that we have these high value activities and making sure that we have some feedback loops in place and holding people accountable or helping them stay on track. When we bring this all together at once, it happens much more quickly. We also might just pull the curtain back and share with the team what we're doing. That'll help them to set an expectation. So you can say, I'm going to really be working on helping you see when you're doing something right. I'm going to be helping you to be able to look at what it takes for you to successfully get to this goal in the least amount of time. And you help them to see why it's so important. When we share the why, When we know the why ourselves, we know from the five steps of change, it definitely compels us to change faster. 
So when we can share that with other people and we can help them to see what's in it for them, that's going to get them into motion faster too. So it has to be intentional. That's the important thing. We can't just figure, oh, I'm going to be positive and everything's going to change. There's more to it than that. We have to take an active role in leadership and be very intentional with even our meetings. Like, what are we saying? How are we saying it? Are we doing it in a way that's inspiring people to think, to be empowered? Or are we just going in there and telling them what to do and leaving? So when we start to really be intentional in this way and take a very active role in it, that's when the momentum is going to explode. And pretty soon, you'll just see everybody doing it. I've got some clients that I work with, and I have definitely have seen them rather quickly take an okay organization. It wasn't broken or anything like that, which most of the ones I work with are good organizations. And they just do some of these tweaks, put some of this interpersonal stuff in play, as well as some of the structural stuff. And it's no time that you walk in there and you just see people, the energy is different and they're aligned and stuff's really rocking and rolling and happening. Mm-hmm. But that's fun to watch. Sure is. Lori and I will be back with some final thoughts after this quick break. We'll be right back. In today's workplace, business leaders face significant pressure to recruit and retain the best employees, to effectively build a team, to create a culture that is healthy, productive, and dynamic, and to empower their staff in managing stress and finding balance. And behind all those pressures is one goal, to strengthen and grow the business. And too many organizations struggle with this. Unlimited Coaching Solutions provides customized strategies and training to help reach your goals and take your teams to the next level. Call them today at 585-248-9322 or find them online at unlimitedcoaching.com. All right, Tanch, Nick, back with Lori Sudbrink. So Lori, although we're coming to the end, I think it's important to close with this important question. So if you listen to this whole series and you've let it in and you begun the process, and you begin to get excited to see the profound change that's possible. The big question is, how do you start? Yeah, that's always the question, isn't it? <laughs> so like we talked about in the five steps of change, it's like, okay, we've got a lot of how. It's like, where do we take action? And you think about, and most logically, it would be take a look at the book, do a quick read through the book and take the assessment. And that will help you from an individual leadership standpoint, look at where you need to hone in and work on some two to three degree shift area. Always advocate that. So it's like, what would be the one thing that I could do that would make the biggest difference to other people on my team from an interpersonal standpoint level, from a grit standpoint level? So it might be listening. It might be being more approachable. It might be being more inspirational. What is the area? And then you keep coming back to that continuously, obviously. But in the spirit of where do we start, that's where you start. And then from kind of a a tactical standpoint, you want to step back and look at, okay, what's our big picture here? Let's create a vision for our team. You as a leader ultimately should know where you want to take the team. You decide how much involvement you want the team to have in kind of, I would say, finalizing that vision statement. And that depends on your culture. You should have a pretty good idea, but crafting a good vision statement that that people can get excited about, that gives some direction, it's unique enough. It's a future 
kind of condition. It's not what's happening right now. And it should be something that, that, that it kind of helps people connect. And more information is in the book on that as well. Then the high uh, value activities that we've talked about is a great thing to do next is, you know, having people look at their positions and go, what are my, you know, and you might start with what are all my activities, or you might just start with what do you think your five to seven are? In fact, I have a, a handout on that. If people would like to download how to look at my positions, high value activities to align with, you know, what our department or what our division or company is doing, um, but being able to identify those, because then as a leader, what you can start to do is coach and develop to those high value activities because those are the things that are going to be most crucial for the position. You can also look at the skill sets and the best practices that are necessary for those high value activities. You can start helping people to build the skills that they need from an interpersonal level as well from a grit standpoint. And you can start building the team that way. So that's where I would start. I'd start with the book, the assessment and start looking at how to create the vision of who you want to be in the future. You could even do that from an individual standpoint, yes. by the way. You could say, you know, who do I want to be as a leader? What does that look like? And what what are my steps to get there? Here's the first thing I need to do. You know, work on being more approachable. The second thing I need to do. If you need help with the awareness of your truth, remember, you have those tools. There's DISC profile. There's the 363. Feel free to contact us at leadingwithgrit.com to get more information on some of those. Those can make it a lot easier and faster to identify some of those areas for yourself. Outstanding. Well, your resource, my positions, high value activities, as well as the assessment that you referenced a few minutes ago are, of course, all available on the show notes. And we'll have all of the resources Lori has provided on the Leading with Grit landing page. So everything that we've talked about will be available there. Lori, hard to believe we've come to the end of this series. It has been uh, an eye-opening experience for me. I've learned an awful lot. And I thank you for helping me get my grit together. Ah, oh, thank you, Todd. It's been quite a pleasure. Uh, pleasure has been mine. All right. So that's all the time we have for today. One last time, Lori, before we let you go, should anyone have any questions on any of this regarding leading with grit? And most importantly, how can they get their hands on a copy of this book? Where can they contact you? Yeah, you can contact me at leadingwithgrit.com. Please, you know, sign up for our free weekly tips. There's a lot of gritty tips in there and a lot of other resources on leadingwithgrit.com. All right. Well, that concludes our series, Leading with Grit. On behalf of my co-host, Lori Sudbrink, I am Todd Schnick. Again, Lori, it's been a great pleasure. Thanks for partnering with me on this. Thanks so much, Todd. All right, Todd and Lori signing off. Me thinks we'll hear from Lori again, but hopefully uh, that won't be too long. Thanks again for listening.